Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live podcast episode number 117. And in today's show, we're going to be answering, I think, one of the most asked questions. How do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? So if you're that person that's like, hey, you know what? I've been interested in affirmations. I want to boost my confidence. I want to change a habit. I want to change a belief. Um, I want to see myself differently. I want to feel different about myself. You know, affirmations has been a topic or a way to do that. So if that's you uh, and you want to learn how and how I've done it, um, I'm going to break that all down today. So how do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? Now, if you follow me, you know that the power of your subconscious mind, what is it exactly? It controls everything that you're doing. It controls everything that you're doing. And emotion and repetition is key to altering your subconscious mind. Now, on the emotion part, this is why, this is why I always want to start with your purpose in life. Your purpose in life is the thing you love to do. This is why I created it. I created a one-page free cheat sheet that you can download to help you discover your life purpose. You can get that by going to the link in my bio. Uh, and if you're on the uh, YouTubes, it will be under the uh, or in the description. Now, let's say you already know what your purpose is and you have your goals. You know exactly what you want, but maybe you haven't been consistent. Maybe you're overwhelmed. Maybe you're confused. Maybe you don't have a simple plan to follow. Well, that's why I created the Blueprint Method course, uh, which will help you set the right goals for yourself, change your mindset, and ultimately move in the direction of your goal. And lastly, for the person who's listening and watching wherever you are, if you're, inter if you're interested in more accountability or mentorship, uh, then schedule a life audit call by going to the link in my bio. Now, that brings us to what? How do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? Now, why would you want to do something like that? Why would you do something like that? Well, it starts with a story, of course. When I was in the military, that's exactly what they did to us. That's exactly what happened. When I went to basic training, 80% of the communication was affirmations. Everywhere we were marching, everywhere we would run, you were having to say something out loud that was an affirmation. It's quite, uh, it's quite remarkable. Um, now that I look back at my time in the military and how it relates so much to mindset, because literally they're doing everything that's being instructed in the world of mindset. Like if you're manifesting, if you're reading on the power of your subconscious mind, if you've been reading more about, you know, uh, thinking and how to think and all this other stuff, the military has been training people to do this. It's just that they don't do it uh, with the intention of improving the person's life. They're just doing it to make sure the person's ready to go to war. So that's why, you know, if you're like, well, if the military is doing it, why aren't their veterans, you know, living a more uh, healthy lifestyle with their mental health? Well, it's because we're not affirming positive things. We're affirming the identity of a soldier who would go to war. That's the difference. So anyways, um, my time in the military, I can look back now and really see how affirmations played a huge role 
uh, in the reprogramming of my subconscious mind. So when when in, you go to basic training, there's going to be, I can't give you the number, but you have everybody from everywhere with all different types of personalities, all different types of religions, culture backgrounds, ages, all this stuff. Everybody's different. Nobody's the same when they show up to basic training. But when they leave basic training, everybody's the same. They have the same identity. They look the same. They talk the same. They walk the same. They believe in the same things. They communicate the same way. Oh, it's, it's, and they do this within 60 days. Majority of the courses in the military last 60 days. I assume that that's what they think is required to truly um, train soldiers, I guess, on a particular skill. But um, most of them are 60 days on average. And by the end of the 60 days, you've been programmed. That's what happens. And it doesn't stop there because you will end up going off to another training. Um, so let me break it down this way. Anybody that joins the military, they will usually have to attend two trainings before they even get to their unit. The first training is all about how to be a soldier. That's all. That's that's what it's about. The second training is all about the job you're going to be doing in the military. So anyways, you go off to the second school for your job and it's the same thing. They talk the same way the the schedule is the same way. Everything's repetition. And um, so you get to your unit and you're programmed already. You're programmed. In fact, in some cases, you show up to your unit, you're so programmed that you don't even initially fit into the unit because the unit doesn't run things that way. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy experience. It's like this, people who speak Spanish, right? You can have someone who learns Spanish in school and they speak proper Spanish. They show up to your family's event and they're trying to speak proper Spanish to everybody and they're going to be looking at the person like, yeah, we don't speak proper Spanish here because you know they're programmed differently. I digress. Um, so I just want to go back to the first part of the training, which is where you get trained to be a soldier in the first place. Well, everything we did was an affirmation. I mean, when, when you roll up day number one, you're on a bus. I, I don't think there's any other way to get to basic training from the airport unless you're on a bus. So you're on a bus. You've got your, your gear or whatever on your lap. I mean, it's like, you can't breathe because there's no space to move anywhere. And um, as soon as you get off the bus, they're screaming at you. And they want you to respond um, with affirmations. Now, for example, we're affirming every single day. Everything is an affirmation. If you're thinking thoughts, you are affirming something. Affirmation is not always I am blah, 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 blah. That's not just an, that's one type of affirmation. There's multitude of affirmations. It's all the same thing. It's when you think a thought, you are affirming that idea in your mind. So that's what I'm talking about. When you're in the military or when you first join, everything is affirmations. And the way they start doing it is through repetition. And in the beginning, you don't accept it. You don't believe. You don't like it. That's the way it works. 
it like it, that's why some people will quit immediately because it's such a uh, culture shock to them. And others will, you know, will just keep moving on. But the point is, is that in the beginning, you don't believe anything that they're telling you. These drill sergeants, right? You don't believe anything that they're saying. So, you know, they, they're, they're just saying all these things to you. Um, they're wanting you to repeat it back and you don't believe it. So, for example, we could be we wake up at, uh, let's say, zero five hundred in the morning and we're going to go on a run. Well, when you go on a run, you have to repeat affirmations out loud. So usually um, the drill sergeant will say it and then you will say it back. You know, um, anyways, the point is, is that this went on every single day. Every single day we were um, in a state of uh, we were in an emotional state because we were stressed out. We were tired, frustrated. So we're emotional. And they're repeating the same things to us every single day. Like every single day. See, there's something to learn from the military because it's so thorough, so clear, and they understand that you can have some of the dumbest people from the world and they will end up being programmed to do exactly what we need them to do. And that happens through repetition of the same idea over and over and over again. It happens through affirmations, what you're affirming, what you're telling yourself over and over and over again. And the thing about it is we're so distracted in today's world that I don't think we appreciate the amount of repetition that is required. I think people actually underestimate um, how much repetition truly goes into changing something in your life. Because most people, they're on autopilot. If I, if I was to ask you, when was the last time you changed a habit? I'm sure most people could not tell me. When's the last time you deliberately changed a habit and it's second nature to you? You no longer have to think about it. You just do it. When's the last time you did something like that? When's the last time you actually changed a belief? So th this is why I say um, most people underestimate the power of repetition. They underestimate um, the amount of repetition that goes in to changing. And when I was in the military, I didn't, obviously, um, I wasn't thinking about that. You know, I was just thinking about uh, getting promoted. But when I became an instructor in the military, that's when it really hit me. Because without going down a rabbit hole, all I could say is everything is repetition. That's how they program people, with repetition. I think that's as simple as I could make it. And they constantly repeat themselves. And they say, you know, who, where, when, why, what. I mean, it's very, very clear communication and it's repetition. And so I'm saying this because I can see why when I got out of the military and I met my, she's my wife now, she used to look at me crazy because when we would eat, I would literally consume the food within a minute 
like I was eating like, you know, I was, you know, I've been on the corner for a while and haven't had a meal in a few days. Like that's how fast I would eat. Well, where did I get that from? I got that from the military because it, I've been through so many trainings in the military. And every time you go to a training for the most part, um, there's a, you have a limited time to eat food. And I don't know what they're doing today, but that was when I went. And uh, it, not all of them, but some of them were that way. And it doesn't take long for that to become a habit because you, you're eating every single day three times a day. So three times a day, you're being rushed. And you have to consume your food within two minutes. I mean, it just becomes a habit. So anyways, um, I got out of the military. I met my wife, and I remember we talk about it every now and then, how fast I used to eat. Um, we used to talk about how I used to be very paranoid and I would still have my military face and, um, you know, I don't have that anymore, but it got there because of repetition, the affirmations that we were repeating to ourselves. These weren't affirmations of like, we're happy and, uh, we love our lives. No, it's like. I'm, I'm going to destroy the enemy. Um, I'm going to, um, you know, be an expert at what I do. Um, I'm going to kill the enemy. Like it's, it's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, you wouldn't say to yourself unless you were going to war. I mean, that's the best way that I can describe it. <laughs> you wouldn't be repeating this stuff to you, to, to yourself, unless you were going to war. Um, and the point is what? That stuff uh, stayed with me for quite a long time. And I was able, I've been able to get rid of it or replace it because of affirmations I've been doing for myself in the last five years. So I say all this story to tell you that affirmations absolutely work. The problem is, is you may not understand what they are. You may not understand how to use them. And you actually may be doing a couple of things wrong, which takes us to what exactly? So what is the problem? Meaning the problem that might be standing in your way, the problem that you may not even know is there. Well, let's talk about it. So what is the problem when using affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? Why do people have such a huge problem with that? Well, I already alluded to it. Number one is they don't understand that um, the amount of repetition that is involved. So if you say something to yourself one time a day, I mean, how, how long will that take until you finally believe it? I mean, obviously, it's all up to a belief. You know, if you believe that you can say something once to yourself and you will immediately accept it, then obviously this isn't your part of conversation. You have no purpose to listen to this part of this conversation right now. But most people, 99.9% .9 of people do not believe that they can say something once to, to themselves and absolutely in instantly accept it, right? Nobody believes that. So... What we do believe and what we can reason with is like, okay, well, if I keep focusing on something and I keep repeating it to myself sooner or later, I will believe it, right? 
So having said that, the issue is how much repetition. People don't appreciate how much repetition is involved. When you go to develop a habit, the habit, this is not how habits are formed, by the way. They're not formed by saying, okay, um, my habit is I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. every morning. Got it. But the mistake that people make is they'll wake up at 5 a.m. on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, but Thursday and Friday they won't. Saturday they will. Sunday they won't. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday again they will. Thursday they won't. And they're, so it's inconsistent. They're not understanding that you can't do that. You're sending the wrong message to your subconscious mind when you do that. It has to be utter domination when it comes to this habit of what you're thinking about and what you're doing. You have to literally do it every day like you're a robot. Now, you have to get emotion involved, obviously. But in the beginning, it feels like you're a robot when you're doing this, right? So you, you have to appreciate that. When you don't appreciate that, you start looking at your watch wondering, how long is this going to take? So you're already out of the game at that point. If you're already thinking, why hasn't anything happened? You're finished already. That means you should just start over. That means you haven't been doing it with any intensity. I'm talking about affirmations here, folks. If you're saying something to yourself and you're kind of saying it here, you're kind of saying it there, you know, some days you'll say it, some days you won't, you're not going to get nothing from that. It just doesn't work that way. Now, why do people have a problem with that? It's not a habit. You're programmed not to do that. It's, it's not logical. Remember, I did a podcast show on Monday. I said, or I shared, the seven habits of highly successful and happy people. The second habit was the habit of doing things that are illogical. They don't make any sense. Doing affirmations to yourself every day in the mirror, when you're in your car, when you're in your shower, is illogical. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense that I can repeat an affirmation to myself on autopilot all day long, every single day, and sooner or later I'm going to believe it, and bam, I'm going to change. That, that doesn't sound logical. But it's illogical, and it works. But people don't appreciate the amount of repetition that goes in. And um, that's a big problem. We don't know the price we have to pay. You just have to be willing to pay that price. Re keep repeating it until you see a change in your life. That's how habits are developed. That's how beliefs are developed. That's how things are changed is through repetition. This is why I was saying uh, in the military, there was no like, okay, we'll take a day off, guys. No, we're going to do the same thing we've been doing for the last 30 days. And we're going to keep doing them. And we're going to keep doing them. We're going to keep doing them. We're going to keep doing them. And one day it just, it's automatic. It's automatic. Now, let me give you guys, um, let me talk about this point here. And it'll really help you appreciate the power of repetition. So maybe you're like, okay, Devorah, I understand you're saying we don't appreciate the, the power of repetition. We don't appreciate how much repetition must go into this. Can you give me an example of what you really mean and how I should look at it? Well, think of it think of it this way, right? There are four levels 
to competency, meaning your ability to do something, your ability to learn, your ability to accomplish something. There's four levels to it. Number one, you are an unconscious incompetent. This means you don't know what you don't know. You're ignorant. That's exactly the level that some people are at. We all are unconscious incompetent with something in our lives. For some people, it may be money. For some people, maybe relationships, health. It, it could be anything. But there's always an area of our life where we are just not aware. We are ignorant. And some of them, is it's fine. You know, it's like, I'm in, I could be considered an unconscious incompetent when it comes to a transmission in a vehicle. I don't know anything about that. I just know the word is called transmission. I don't know what it sounds like. I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what the purpose of it is. I just know the word transmission. That's it, right? I'm absolutely ignorant around that topic. So in that sense, it's okay. I don't want to be an expert in that topic. I want to be an expert in this topic we're talking about right now. Well, we all are in that position and something in our lives where we don't know what we don't know. So that's level number one. Level number two, you are a conscious incompetent. You know, but you don't do. You know what you should be doing, but you don't do it. You've read the book. You've gotten the information. You, um, you've been given the steps, but you're not doing it. It's not a habit. You're not emotionally involved. You're not committed. You're just not going to do it. You know, but you're not going to do it. And a lot of people see this with their health. So they know that they should be active. They know they should eat healthy foods. They don't do it. They don't. And which leads us to number three, level number three. When a person finally makes a committed decision that they're going to do something and that they're all in, this is when they get to the level of a conscious competent. They know and they start doing. But in order for them to start doing, they have to make a decision every day. They have to, they have to exercise their will, their ability to focus on what it is that they're supposed to do. They have to intentionally and consciously say, I'm going to do this again. And tomorrow they're going to wake up and they're going to say it again consciously. I'm going to do this again. And, and then they do it. So they have to, with effort, get themselves to do this every day. Even when they don't want to do it, they do it. Well, level three is, is that only happens for people who have made a decision. They really want something. They are absolutely emotionally involved. They more than likely have the support. They have a mentor or they have accountability. They have someone there to keep them on track that they can be held accountable to. And this takes us to level number four, which is where a person is unconsciously uh, competent. They are unaware of what they're doing. They just do it. Now, most people you see that are very successful, this is who they are. They couldn't tell you why they're successful. They couldn't tell you. They can't teach it. They are unaware of why they are the way that they are. They just know they are. It's like my brother and my wife, two primary examples, polar opposite of me. They're extroverts. Um, they're just some of the amazing people you'll ever meet in your life. But the point is this. 
they unconsciously do things that majority of people, even though they consciously know they should do, they don't do it. And I'm talking about money, you know, health, business. Um, this is a person who they don't need any reminders. It's second nature for them to continue to grow, learn, and evolve. They don't need any convincing. It's, it's just a, it's part of their personality. It's just who they are. Well, we all can get to that level of number four. But in order to go from level one to level four, you can't do it without repetition. You just can't. How did you tie your shoe? You are a level four when it comes to tying your shoe today, right? And you know why you are, because there was one day you were a level one, unconscious, incompetent. You didn't even know what a shoe was. You didn't even know what shoelaces were. You didn't even know anything about tying a shoelace. You didn't know any, any of that. And then your parents started to teach you about tying your shoes, but you still didn't do it. And then what happened? Sooner or later, they continue to tell you what to do, repetition, and you started to do it. And that went on for a certain period of time until what happens? They stop having to tell you to do it because you start doing it automatically. From level one to level four, an unconscious competent you are with tying your shoe. Well, Jesus, you know, if we can do that with our shoes, we can absolutely do this with our life. If we can do it with the language that we speak, we could do it with our life. So don't for a second ever think affirmations don't work. You've been doing it since you were a child. You just are not aware that's what's going on. Because nobody teaches us how to think when we're children. They're not teaching us the subconscious mind. They're not teach teaching us any of that. And the crazy part about it, it's the subconscious mind that's the root cause to what's going on in this life. It's people's behavior. That's strictly controlled by the subconscious mind. It's fascinating. This is never a topic in school. The one topic that can immediately improve grades, the one topic that can immediately improve a person's relationships, health, life, family, could even help teachers become better in what they do. But nobody's talking about that. So people don't know. They're unconscious incompetent when it comes to the topic of mindset and the subconscious mind. They just think what they do, that's the way it is and, and how it's always been and and it will always be this way. It's not true. We can absolutely change. If we can tie our shoes without thinking about it, if we can drive our vehicles without thinking about it, if we can even have conversations with people and not even be there, we can absolutely change our life. We can absolutely develop these habits and a new belief system or manifest whatever it is that you want. But you're going to have to understand right out of the gate, that the amount of repetition you will never know. You just got to keep doing it. So that's the first problem is not really appreciating the amount of repetition. Hopefully that explanation gave you guys a lot of clarity because that's the way life works. We, we are all on some level. Some of us is on level four with our money, but then we're on level one when it comes to our relationships. Some people are on level four when it comes to their relationships, but they're level one when it comes to their money with all different areas of your life. Uh, the point is the same. 
So repetition is what takes you from being a unconscious incompetent to being an unconscious competent. What's the second problem? The second problem with affirmations when attempting to reprogram your subconscious mind um, that arises is when someone's repeating something they absolutely have resistance against. Now, this is not usually a surface level conversation. I mean, this would be, you'd only hear this because someone is an expert or they're telling you the nuance with the topic of affirmations. So, for example, if you have a lot of resistance towards money because you've been scammed time and time again, yeah, you need to just stop thinking about money entirely. Because every time you go to think about money, you'll automatically trigger that resistance again. So you end up giving more energy to what you don't want versus what you do want. It's counterintuitive, but it's the way it works. A mistake here is you're repeating something you absolutely have a lot of resistance against. It's not something that you kind of feel naturally like, yeah, I could see that happening. It's something you not only don't believe it, but you hate it. That's what I'm talking about. Like, if you hate money, I wouldn't be affirming money things right now. I'd be affirming everything but money. Because you've got to stop triggering that resistance. And by starving that resistance, it starts to lose its power over you. And then in time, you can go back and, you know, repeat affirmations in regards to money. But I tell you right now, if you don't love yourself, I don't see how you'll improve your money situation. I'll put it to you that way. So I would rather be affirming loving myself first than affirming money. But that's my belief. I believe that people who have great money habits generally have a a lot of respect for themselves. They love themselves. They're very confident in themselves, generally speaking. When you have a money problem, you keep blowing it on stuff that you can't even remember that you spent the money on, and you seem to live paycheck to paycheck. Like, if that's you, I would be affirming self-love. I would be affirming abundance. I wouldn't be affirming money because you got a lot of resistance there. So that's the second thing I see. I made that mistake. Um, I've seen other people make that mistake. And it's just because nobody knows. I mean, it's, you know. Like I said, it's not the first thing out of the gate when you start learning about affirmations. It's more of a nuanced conversation. So that's the second thing. Um, The third thing, and here's a mistake. The third thing is, how should I put this? Um, The third thing, there's a lack of concentration and commitment. I think that's how I would put it. So one way or another, the conversation is the same. If someone really wants to win, they'll do whatever it takes. It doesn't matter how I put that, whether I put that professionally or personally or in a funny way or a serious way or a blunt way. It's all the same thing. 
if you truly desire something in your heart, you will do whatever it takes. You will be open-minded. That's what Napoleon Hill said. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Like if you, when we really had a desire for something and our desire was really strong, there was no, the word no never entered our mind. We, we, we accepted right then and there that this is going to happen. We just assumed that it would. There was no convincing us. Well, if that's not your attitude towards the affirmations you're using, it, it's, it's going to be a struggle to make it happen. You're not saying affirmations to get something to happen. You're saying the affirmations because it has happened. There's a difference. Listen to what I'm saying. The goal is not to say affirmations because you're trying to get something. You say the affirmations because it's a fact in your life already. Even though 3D, it's not there, but we're not operating in 3D right now. We're operating in our minds. In your mind, it's already a fact. That's why you're repeating it to yourself, because this is exactly what you would be thinking about if in your 3D world it existed. That's the same thought you would have. So if your thought is, you know, I always have more money than I ever need. If you always had money than you ever need, that's exactly what you would affirm to yourself if you had that money in your bank account right now. You would say that because when you looked at your bank account and bills came in, you would be like, oh, yeah, I always have more money than I ever need. Exactly what you'd say. So there's no secret here, guys. There's just, I think, simple mistakes that people make, again, is not understanding the power of repetition, the amount that goes into it. Um, if you don't appreciate that, I, I just, I don't think you'll have patience for it. Okay. Number two, repeating things that you hate, you have resistance towards. Don't do that. And then number three, a lack of focus and concentration. You have the ability to, when you, when you say the affirmation, you're already thinking this is a fact. I'm not saying it because I am hoping this will happen. I'm saying it because it's it's a fact in my in my mind. And if I can make it a fact in my mind, right, and I can feel like it's a fact in my mind, then I must experience it as a fact in my life. That's how it works. But again, someone to believe that they have they they have that strong desire. They're willing to do whatever it takes. And that's the thing. Are you interested in bettering your life or are you committed? See, interested means that you'll only do this stuff when it's convenient for you. Which is almost never. It, uh, committed would mean that you're going to do this regardless. You don't care what the inconveniences are. You will do this. That's the difference between commitment and being interested in something. That's why I never want to get involved in anything that I'm interested in. I want to get involved in things that I can be committed to. It wouldn't make any sense for me to just be interested. That's not fair. How, how can I win? And if I'm, I'm interested in someone else or whatever, like that, how, how's that fair to them? Right? So we want to be committed, not interested. That's how we solve these problems. And this takes us to this second part here of the show. So what is the solution? 
What should you be doing? What are the steps that you should be taking? Well, let's talk about it. So we talked about the mistakes you should not make. I told you what you should not do. What should you do exactly? How do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? Well, number one, and this is very simple. You need to choose affirmations that are authentic to you. So, for example, if you're a person that, um, let's go back to waking up at 5 a.m. in the morning. If you're a person that really wants to do that because you really want more time for yourself in the morning or whatever it is, you have a desire for that. You really believe already that that would really impact your life. Um, then that would be a great affirmation. You know? I am easily every day waking up at 5 a.m. I am easily waking up at 5 a.m. every day. You find the way you want to put it. I am every day easily waking up at 5 a.m. I am every day easily waking up at 5 a.m. I am every day easily waking up at 5 a.m. I am every day easily waking up at 5 a.m. Now, that would be an affirmation that's really authentic for you. Another example would be this one. You don't have a lot of confidence in yourself. You don't feel like you love yourself. So, just start telling yourself that. I love you. I love you, Devori. I love you, Devori. I love you. And you could just repeat that constantly. That would be an affirmation that's authentic for you. I'm, why am I bringing this up? You, you don't need to go over to Google.com and Google affirmations. Like you already know the affirmations. Just think of the things you want to change. And then the affirmation is the polar opposite. So that would be an example of an authentic. Now, I use the affirmation, I love you, Devori, I love you, Devori, and I set it in the mirror. Um, and it worked. Which brings me to the second part of how to use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind. Find the right technique to use. So, for example, you can say them in the mirror. You can say them when you're running or working out. You can record your voice and listen to them. You can listen to someone, someone else's voice saying them. Um, you can change the beginning of the sentence. So you can say, my health is perfect. My relationships are thriving. My this, my that, my this, my that. Or you could say, you are this, you are that. You are always doing this, right? Or you could just say, I am. Now, you'll have people who say, well, I am is better than you are. And listen, don't get lost in the principles here. Say whatever feels great for you. Because your subconscious mind's listening anyway. So whether you're saying, my life is continuing to get better every day in every way. Or you say, I am getting better every day in every way. 
your subconscious mind still hears the same thing. So don't get lost in the message. The point being here is to choose the type of affirmation you're going to use or the, the, um, um, yes, the type of affirmation. So you can, let me go back to the mirror. You can say these in the mirror to yourself. So every time you go to use the restroom, you, you sit there for a couple of minutes and you just start rattling them off and you're looking at yourself. Now let's go back to it in the beginning of the show. That's illogical. That doesn't make any sense. You're not supposed to repeat stuff in the mirror to yourself. Really? Well, where do you get that from? It's a limiting belief, right? That's your subconscious mind trying to stop you. So don't, don't get caught up in that. Don't get caught up in that whatsoever. You just got to keep saying them to yourself no matter what. And I know some of you guys are going to be like, well, I don't want my kids to hear me. You know what? You should allow your kids to hear you. You hold yourself accountable. Don't worry about what other people may think. That's why I said the second habit of highly successful and happy people is they do illogical things. This would be illogical. But it works. So, yeah, you can the type of affirmations you could do mirror affirmations where you say the affirmation to yourself in the mirror and you're looking at yourself. You can um, repeat affirmations under your breath all day long. You, you could do that. Um, you can listen to your voice. So, for example, I use the mobile app called Think Up. Let me say that again. I use the mobile app called Think Up. It literally, that's the name. Think Up, okay? And what it allows you to do is record your voice and put it on meditation music. And then it just plays on loop. So um, you could do that. You could record your voice uh, and replay it back. And then lastly, you can obviously listen to someone else's voice saying the same affirmation, right? Now, people are going to say, well, what, what's the best one, Devori? What do, you, what do you feel is the best? Well, I still, but... There's a pro and a con here. I believe there's no question mirror affirmations are the best. The con, you can't stand in front of your mirror all day. You have to go to work, right? You got to have conversations with people so you can't constantly look in the mirror. Now, I just thought what you can do maybe is take out your phone and look at the video camera of yourself saying them. You could do that. So that's a way to get around it. There's always a way, right? Um, but definitely mirror affirmations. There's no question. I, I think that's no question. And we used to do that in the military. Um, the second one would be repeating it to yourself out loud every day throughout the day. doesn't matter what, what you're doing. If you work from home, you have no excuse on this. You can literally be at your desk saying, I'm getting better in everything that I'm doing. I'm getting better in everything that I'm doing. I'm getting better at everything that I'm doing. I'm getting better at everything that I'm doing. Life is working out for me. Things are working out for me. For me, my health is getting better. I mean, you can literally go on like you're a freaking robot. You could, you could do that. Well, Devore, that doesn't make any sense, man. Well, listen, you're going to do that anyway. You're either going to be thinking about something mindless that, that provides no value to your life, or you could be doing this instead. Now, you may not always be able to do it out loud because there's people around you, right? 
Okay. I'm not telling you to do that. Um, so what do you do then? You just say it in your mind. You say it in your mind. You repeat it to yourself in your mind. Or it's like you're singing a song under your breath, right? You're mumbling. You're just like, mm-hmm, I'm saying this. I'm getting better in everything that I do. As, as you're doing whatever you are doing. That's what it's about. So that's another way to do it. Now let's read what Napoleon Hill has to say about this. Because again... Uh, maybe for some of you guys, this comes off very illogical, right? It doesn't really make sense. What we're doing is using auto-suggestion. This is the medium for influencing your subconscious mind. Through the dominating thoughts, which one permits to remain in the conscious mind, whether these thoughts be negative or positive, doesn't matter. The principle of auto-suggestion voluntarily reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. Now, auto-suggestion is just explaining how when someone keeps repeating something to themselves, it gets into the subconscious mind. That's what auto-suggestion is. Now, we are exposed to this every single day. For example, TikTok is auto-suggestion on steroids. Once you click on a particular theme video, what happens? You start to see the same type of video over and over and over, and then you start being obsessed by it, and then it becomes a habit. You don't even think about it. You're already looking for it. TikTok is doing that on steroids, 100x on this. So in all of other social media, now this has been happening to people since the TV and the radio has existed and advertising has existed. This is what advertisers are doing. They're suggesting you to take an action. Buy this product, take advantage of this offer, save this amount of money, go here, go there, call here. It's all auto-suggestion. They are suggesting an idea to you on autopilot. Well, what you're doing is you're suggesting ideas to yourself on autopilot every day. Now, again, you're going to do this anyway. You're either going to be auto-suggesting negative self-talk, which we all have that, where the voice starts going off and saying what we can't do and what, why it won't work, and here we go again, and, and it just goes on autopilot, right? It just keeps repeating over and over and over again. Well, that's because someone doesn't know about, that. they don't know how to think, they don't know how to take control of themselves, so they just submit. They're unconscious and competent, remember? They don't know what they don't know. So the negative voice is in total control of their life, and that's why they get the results that they're getting. Now, there's other individuals who we spoke about that were unconscious competent, meaning these are people that they are just at, at the top of their game. They're living their best life. They're constantly growing. They make things happen in a way that most people will not. They move at a different speed. These are people who are literally auto-suggesting what they want in their mind on autopilot. They don't even know that's what they're doing. They're constantly focusing on what they want. They're not focusing on what they don't want. And when the negative voice comes up, they just move right past it. So you could get yourself to that level. You just have to start using auto-suggestion to help you do that. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter your subconscious mind without the aid of the principle of auto-suggestion. Let's say that again. No thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter the subconscious mind without repetition. That's what he's talking about, without repetition. If you're not using repetition, that idea is not going into your subconscious mind. Now, there is a disclaimer here because the only way an idea can get into your subconscious mind outside of repetition 
is a traumatic experience, right? So if you were to get in an accident, you know, or when someone got into an accident in the past, they totaled the vehicle, everybody thought they were dead, they were in a coma, they woke up, entirely different person. It's a, tra a traumatic experience, it's an emotional shock. But that's not why we're here, we're not looking for that. We're looking for a fun way to do this. <laughs> So no thought, whether it be negative or positive, can enter your subconscious mind without repetition. With the exception of thoughts that are picked up from the ether. State it differently. Uh, let's actually move after this. Let me go over here. Auto-suggestion is the agency of control through which an individual may voluntarily feed their subconscious mind on thoughts of a creative nature or, because of their neglect, Permit thoughts of a destructive nature to find their way into their rich garden of the mind. So again, that's why I was saying you're, you're going to exercise repetition anyway. So it doesn't matter whether you listen to me or not. You're doing this already. You are affirming every single day, all day. You keep saying things. You keep thinking about things. You have that self-talk. You are affirming. You are saying I am statements to yourself all day. The question is, what are you saying? Are you deliberately um, in control of that? This is why he says, auto-suggestion is the agency of control through which an individual may voluntarily, voluntarily feed their subconscious mind on thoughts of a creative nature or, because of their neglect, permit thoughts of a destructive nature to find their way into the rich garden of their mind. I'm reading from chapter four, auto-suggestion in Think and Grow Rich, by the way. So, even though you may be repeating these affirmations, the mere reading of the words will have no consequence unless you start to mix emotion or feeling with your words. So this brings me to number three, emotion. So number one, I said you got to choose an affirmation that's authentic to you. That was the first one. Number two, choose the way you're going to do them. Either you're going to record your voice, either you're going to say them out loud, uh, either you're going to listen to someone else who's saying it. Uh, you can read it. You can say it in the mirror. It's up to you. You choose your way of doing it. Now, number three is you got to get emotion involved. Remember that reading these affirmations out loud, that the mere reading of these words is of no consequence unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words. If you repeat a million times, day by day, in every way, I'm getting better and better without mixing emotion and faith with your words, you will experience no desirable results. Your subconscious mind recognizes and acts upon only thoughts which have been well mixed with emotion or belief. This is why it was shared my military story, because all this stuff that they're telling people to do and how we had to repeat what they were telling us to do and scream out loud all these affirmations and these songs and these chants, all that happened in a high stress environment where we are emotionally involved. We have, we've submitted emotionally. We can't get out of it. You just don't walk out, out of the base. You'll get arrested. That's you're you are there. That's what it is. And the only way you can leave there is just saying, I quit and getting out of the military. But other than that, you're not going anywhere. So people finally get to a point. It, I would assume it happens within the first two weeks where because of what you're going through every single day, all day, you just get to a point of motion where you say, 
all right, tell me, tell me what I should do so I can get this over with. And you just accept it. Well, we obviously aren't going to do it in that way in our lives today. But what we can do, not to put ourselves in a high stress environment, but to put ourselves in a high vibration environment where we fall in love with what we want. We fall in love with who we are. We fall in love with life. We get ourselves in that state emotionally. And so when you're repeating these affirmations to yourself, you eventually want to start seeing yourself doing that, whatever you're affirming, and you want to see how that feels and you want to feel the emotion. You can also picture yourself experiencing that emotion. So you could picture yourself being happy, smiling and laughing, which triggers what? You to start laughing and feeling that way. So let's back up here. How do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind? Number one, you got to choose affirmations that are very authentic to you. Don't use an affirmation because someone else is using it. Use one that's tailored to you. Number two, choose the type of affirmation you're going to do. Are you going to say them in the mirror? Are you going to write them out every day? Are you going to repeat them to yourselves uh, throughout the day under your breath? Are you going to record your voice and listen to them? Are you going li to listen to someone else's voice? There's no wrong or right. Um, I told you the one that I favor the most would be mirror affirmations. And then number three, you got to start mixing emotion with it. You got to start going there. How does it feel? Now, let me keep reading this. This is a fact of such importance as to warrant repetition in practically every chapter of this book. Because the lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply this principle of suggestion gets no desirable results. Meaning, plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no applicable results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words which have been well emotionalized with belief. Now, he follows up by saying this. Do not become discouraged if you cannot control and direct your emotions the first time you try to do so. Remember, there is no such possibility as something for nothing. Your ability to reach and influence your subconscious mind has its price, and you must pay that price, and you cannot cheat even if you desire to do so. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is everlasting persistence in applying repetition described here. So this is why I said in the very beginning of the show, um, your purpose in life, what is it that you love? What are you going to dedicate yourself to? What is it that you're obsessed with? To keep repeating something to yourself constantly you're not going to do that if there's no desire. You have to have desire for that. So let's go to page 109. He says, your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. So... What are the mental tools that you're using that helps you repeat affirmations to yourself? It's called the will, your ability to focus. You have a mental muscle in your mind that allows you to focus on one thing, regardless of whatever is going on in your environment. We have the ability to focus on one thing at a time. Like you have the ability to stare at a candle flame for like 60 minutes straight. You could do that. Now, most people don't do that, obviously. I don't think anybody does that. 
but we have the ability to be that focused with something. Well, that's what you're doing in the beginning here when you start is you've got to exercise your ability to focus and concentrate on what you want, seeing yourself having it. Again, you're not saying these affirmations because you're trying to make something happen. You're saying these affirmations because mentally in your mind, it's a fact. That's what you're doing. That's the mindset behind what you're doing uh, you want to have. So we got it. We, we choose the affirmations we think are best. We commit ourselves to one of the techniques. And then we start practicing that feeling. And if we're going to really be successful in this, we've got to listen to what Napoleon Hill said on page 109. Your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate upon a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. Hold on, everybody. I think we lost the people on TikTok, which is no problem. Anyhow, um, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. You have to keep repeating these, these affirmations to yourself. Now, a lot of people, they have their own opinions. And a lot of this stuff is based on another person's belief. So if you don't believe that um, repeating affirmations to yourself will work, it obviously won't work. If you're not open-minded to that idea. Um, I've seen people get to the level where they believe that all they have to do is repeat a few things to themselves and they'll immediately accept it. There are people who do believe that, but I mean, that's like one person out of a thousand. So it's possible for you to believe that yourself. Absolutely. It's possible. Um, that's even something that I'm working on. I would really love to believe without a doubt that if I repeat an affirmation to myself, my subconscious mind will immediately accept it because it's just a belief. All everything that's in your subconscious mind is an idea at the end of the day, what you believe in or what you don't believe in. That's an idea. The habit with your behaviors, those are just ideas in your subconscious mind. How you feel about yourself is an idea in your subconscious mind. How you see the world is an idea in your subconscious mind. It's all energy. So if you are replacing the ideas, you're altering yourself. You are altering the way that you are going to behave, what you're going to believe in, how you're going to see the world. That's what's happening. You're recoding. All you're doing is just replacing the ideas. That's exactly what's taking place. So I say all that because these affirmations and the topic of af affirmations in your subconscious mind, it's not a complicated thing. It's actually fairly simple, but it's largely um, illogical. It doesn't make any sense. Now, successful people will tell you it makes absolute sense because they have experience in succeeding and they wouldn't have succeeded unless they're doing what we said today. So you go talk to anybody else who is absolutely um, successful or wealthy or anything like that in your own personal life. 
you'll find someone who will validate what I just told you today. They absolutely repeat things in their mind constantly. They see exactly what they want with repetition. And they keep holding on to what they want. They don't let it go. Even though physically it's not there, mentally, in their mind, they have it. They're not letting it go. They're going to keep focusing on it. They're going to keep obsessing over it. They're going to keep finding any way they can move in that direction. And that's why it's only a matter of time those individuals get to their destination because they are focusing on their destination. They're not focusing on where they are. That's the difference in the mindset. Huge difference in the mindset. But the bottom line today, guys, so far, um, is you got to keep it very simple for yourself. And you have to truly commit yourself to affirming what you want. This is why Napoleon Hill dedicated an entire chapter to the topic of repetition. Because auto-suggestion is just repetition of a new idea to yourself. That's all you're doing. You're repeating a new idea to yourself until you accept it. That's what you're doing. Now, let me read a couple of other statements here while we wait for people on TikTok to come back because my phone had died. Um, he says that, remember, your subconscious mind will act only upon instructions which are emotionalized and handed over to it with feeling. Faith is the strongest and most productive of the emotions. This is why you should follow the instructions I given you in the chapter of faith. Now, in the chapter of faith, um, he gave us six steps. Or I'm sorry, that's actually in the chapter of desire. In the chapter of faith, um, he reference a few um a few points the the biggest one is on page 80 where he says the repetition of affirmations of orders to your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith so let me simplify that the repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known method of developing faith is the only known method of developing faith. That's what it is. The repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind. So if you're going to develop faith, repetition is required. Think about it. How can you understand something the first time around? You won't. It's through repetition that you start to understand what you're studying, what you're reading, what you're listening to, what you're learning for the first time. It's through repetition that you develop the understanding. That's what it is. Let's read it again. Repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind is the only known method of development of faith. He goes on to say, perhaps the meaning may be made clearer through the following explanation as to the way men sometimes become criminals. Stating in the words of a famous uh, expert in uh, people who study criminals, they say when men first come into contact with crime, they look to avoid it. 
If they remain in contact with crime for a time, they become accustomed to it, and they endure it. If they remain in contact with it long enough, they finally will start to embrace it and become influenced by it. This is the equivalent of saying that any impulse of thought which is repeatedly passed on to the subconscious mind is finally accepted and acted upon by the subconscious mind, which proceeds to translate that impulse into its physical equivalent. In connection with this, consider again the statement, all thoughts which have been emotionalized and mixed with faith will begin immediately to translate themselves into their physical equivalent or counterpart. The emotions or the feeling portion of your thoughts are the factors which give thoughts vitality, life, and action. So remember, if you're going to be using affirmations, you have to understand early on you won't believe it. You probably won't feel that way. But that's where using your focus, your concentration, and having a reason to do this in the first way if you do it long enough, it becomes an obsession, a burning obsession. That's what happens. And so that's why I'm a firm believer in you got to start living your purpose in life because that's going to be on your mind and there's emotion tied to that. When you start doing the things you love to do, you're going to be in a better vibration. You're going to show up with better energy. You're going to be more confident, enthusiastic, inspired about your life. Well, if you're repeating affirmations from that place, you're repeating affirmations in a high vibration. That's exactly what you want. You're not looking to repeat affirmations in a state of depression. So no matter where you are in your journey, um, understand something. You can absolutely continue to perfect this for yourself. You can absolutely use the power of affirmations to alter your behavior, your belief system. You absolutely can. But I think you just have to avoid the mistakes I went over today. Number one, not appreciating the amount of repetition that uh, goes into this. So just doing it one day out of the week, that's not enough. You have to understand that for some people out there, they have done studies to show that we think 70,000 70, thoughts a day. Out of those 70,000 thoughts a day, they say between 30 and 50,000 are repeated. They're autopilot. So, yeah, repetition. It takes a, it takes a lot. Um, so you don't want to make that mistake. You also don't want to make the mistake of repeating something that you have hate towards or you have a strong resistance against. Right? You want to leave that alone right now. If you have a lot of resistance towards something, the best thing you can do is walk away. Don't even think about it. Just leave it alone. Because every time you go to think about it, you can't help but be reminded of the negative side of it, which just does what? It causes you to affirm negative. So it doesn't work. Um, and lastly, there's just a lack of focus and concentration. You know, if you're not really concentrating on this stuff, if you're not really focused on this, you're not going to get nothing out of it. It's like anything in life. It's what, whatever you put into this is what you're going to get out of it. And a lot of people say, well, Devori, I've, I've tried this and I tried that. Yeah, well, let's talk about it. How long did you do it for? What exactly were you saying? Why were you doing it in the first place? Did you visualize during that process? Did you see yourself with it? Did you get into the feeling of it? And did you do all of that every single day, no matter what? I guarantee the answer is no. 
So I know there's people out there that'll say, well, you know, this doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work because that's what you believe. What is consciousness again? What is consciousness? Let's go to it. Neville Goddard and the power of awareness. What is consciousness? Why is that such an important uh, question to answer? A person's consciousness is all that he thinks, desires, and loves. All that he believes is true and consents to. That is why a change of consciousness is necessary before you can begin to change your outer world. So if your consciousness is like, this doesn't work, that's what you believe, that's what you accept, that's what you focus on, that's exactly what your reality will be. So I'm not here to convince you guys of anything, obviously. I'm never here to, to do that. You got to make your own choices. That's on you. That's not my responsibility. I'm just delivering the message here. And it's not my, it's not my opinion. It's not my message. This is from Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. This book has been responsible for more millionaires than any other book in history. And it's not even close. So I think he has something to say on the matter, which is why I've given you guys the steps to take, right? Number one is you want to choose affirmations that are very authentic to you. Just don't go getting affirmations off Google and they don't even resonate with you. Like find something that you truly know that if you keep repeating it to yourself and the change happens, it will absolutely cause you to believe in all of this. Like choose something that only you understand. Whether that's more confidence, more self-love, money, relationships, whatever it is, just choose one thing. Don't try to do a thousand things. Um, Then secondly, choose the way you're going to do it. You're going to do it in the mirror, which I highly recommend. That's my number one recommendation, mirror affirmations. The second uh, recommendation would be, now that I'm saying this again, the second recommendation would be to repeat them before going to sleep and once and then when you wake up. The third would be repeating them throughout the entire day. Number four would be recording yourself and then listening to yourself repeat it. Uh, The fifth way would be writing it down every day. And the sixth way would be Listening to someone else repeat it, which is what people do when they go to YouTube. They're listening to someone else's voice. It's not their own. Now, if you want to use your voice to record affirmations, all you have to do is use the mobile app called Think Up. The word think and the word up together. Just go to the app store and you can download it there. And it'll allow you to record your voice and um, put it on top of uh, music. Okay? So you got to choose the way that you're going to do it. And the third thing was what? You got to really commit yourself to doing this. There is no going back. There is no like, I'm going to skip a few days and then I'll go back to doing this. No, you got to just make an irrevocable decision that you're going to do it. That's why I was explaining the difference between being interested in something and being committed. Interested means you're only going to do it when it's convenient and that will rarely ever happen. Number two was being committed. You're going to do it regardless. doesn't matter how inconvenient it may be. You will do it regardless. That's how you develop a habit. That's how you develop a belief. There's no like, I'll take a day off. No, you have to keep doing it until you no longer have to do it. When you no longer have to do it, it means that it's unconscious. It's a habit. This is why I also went over the four levels of learning something. The four levels of being competent in something. 
right? The four levels of expertise. Level number one, unconscious incompetent. This person doesn't know what they don't know. They are straight up ignorant. Level number two, it's a person who knows what they don't do. They know, but they don't know how to do it. They don't really care to do it right now, but they know they should be doing it. Number three is a person who knows and they're doing. They have made a committed decision, irrevocable. They're going to do this regardless. It's inconvenient. It takes a lot of effort. They have to constantly be reminded. They have to have accountability. They have the right support and they keep doing it regardless. And then one day they get to a point where they no longer have to think about it. They are unconscious competent. Now you may be saying, is this really possible to worry? It is because you've done this already. You've done this with the way you tie your shoe. You were an unconscious incompetent one day. You didn't even know what a shoe was. You didn't know what shoelaces were. You didn't even know how to put your shoes on. Same thing with the language that you speak. The same way the way the language that you speak. Everything that you're doing right now, you went through these four levels. At one point in time, you didn't know what you didn't know. There's always going to be something in our life where we are an unconscious incompetent. I don't know nothing about a transmission, and I don't want to know nothing about a transmission on a car. Why do I need to know that? I don't, I don't want to know that. <laughs> so I'm going to be unconscious incompetent there. But where I don't want to be an unconscious incompetent is with myself. My mindset. Right? How to get the most out of myself, living my life. Uh, living my purpose. I don't want to be ignorant when it comes to that. I want to do that on autopilot. That's one of the habits of highly successful and happy people is they live a life with a purpose. They know why they're working up in the morning. They know what they're dedicating their life to right now. They have goals. They're on a mission. They have a vision. They're going somewhere. You're going to win every time you live your life in that fashion, in that way. But if you're not living that way, well, you already know. So we talked a lot of thing about a lot of uh, concepts about affirmations today. The big question for you right now is what affirmation are you going to do this with? And I want you guys to prove me wrong. This is how much I absolutely believe in this. I want you to prove me wrong. I want you to choose a simple affirmation for yourself. And repeat it every single day throughout the day for the next 30 days. If you can do that and still come back to my live stream and tell me that affirmations don't work. Like if you can absolutely accomplish that, then I'll just stop doing this show. Like that's how much I know this works. Especially if you follow exactly what I've laid out today. Now I still challenge you all to do that. Not looking to prove me wrong, but... Why don't you prove yourself right? Why don't, you, why don't you do it for you, the life that you really want to live? That's a cheap price to pay, by the way. It costs you no money to repeat affirmations to yourself. No money. Imagine if you had to pay a dollar every time you repeated an affirmation to yourself. Most people would be bankrupt 10 times over. So you can do it. You can do it and just accept it right now. You're going to do it. Who cares? You're just going to do it. Because you're a winner. That's what, you're, that's what winners do. They just make things happen. That's who you are. You make things happen. You don't sit on things. 
You're not a procrastinator. Just accept the fact that you're finally going to do something that you want to do in your life. Boom. It's done. You're going to do it anyway. You're going to do it anyway. And before we get to your questions answered, there was a comment on my TikTok about this very concept. There was a person saying that um, if you repeat affirmations to yourself or you repeat something that the feeling doesn't matter, the emotions don't matter, that's not really going to help you manifest what you want. The problem with someone saying this is they're not an expert in actually teaching this concept about how the mind works. So in their reality, they're thinking in their mind with the information that they understand is if I just think it, it'll happen. And guess what? In their life, in their reality, that's true because that's what they believe. I told you everything is just a belief. Everything is just an idea that's in your subconscious mind at the end of the day. So if the idea in your subconscious mind is that all you have to do is keep saying something to yourself and it will manifest, that's exactly what will happen. Now, let me break this down to be very clear. When you repeat something to yourself, sooner or later, you will become emotionally involved in that. That doesn't mean emotionally you're going to start doing jumping jacks and you're going to be excited. Sometimes you just may be relaxed. Sometimes you will have an emotion where it's faith, expectation, assumption. It's done already. You utter belief. These are emotions that are in the subconscious mind. So whether you're a person who thinks repeating stuff or you're, you're not going to trigger emotions or emotions don't matter, they do matter. That's what's causing the attraction in the first place. You just may not be really aware of your emotions. You may not really see it that way. You just think you're concentrating on the idea in your conscious mind, but you're planted it in your subconscious mind where your emotions are at. There is no other way. The idea has to pass through your subconscious mind. Your subconscious mind is the emotional part of your mind. So whether you're a person who's into the law of assumption, the law of attraction, the law of vibration, it's all the same stuff at the end of the day. Whatever idea that you persist in and thinking about, and you keep repeating it over and over and over to yourself, focusing on it, you eventually are going to get emotionally involved in it. That's what causes the attraction. So having said that, I think now it's a great time to go here. Now it's time to answer your questions. If you're on TikTok, Facebook, or YouTube, we're going to be answering your questions right now. All right, let's see what you guys have to say about all this. I know we had a, a break on uh, TikTok. You know, my phone had died, so I know I'm getting some, I may have missed some questions. So if you had a question that you had typed in the TikTok uh, comment section, understand my phone did die, so you'll have to um, place those back in there. All right, let's see here. First question is, how can I make a decision? I don't want to make the wrong decision. I'm visualizing. I get anxiety and fear sometimes from the 3D. Yeah, that's because you're just, you got to take control of yourself. You can't think about stuff like that. There's nothing to be afraid of. Now, you, you may be afraid because you're trying to do something you've never done before. So that's understandable. But let's use understanding to move past this. The fear is not a reason for you to stop. Just keep persisting and seeing yourself with what you want. Don't stop that. Just keep going. 
It's just part of the process. Listen, let's go back to the four levels of competency, right? Between level two and level three is where fear strikes. So if you're someone who knows what you should do and you haven't been doing it, and then you finally make the decision to start doing it, oh yeah, doubt, worry, fear, and anxiety will come up. Because you're finally going to start doing something you've never done before. It's outside your comfort zone. That's what happens. And you have to understand that that's going to happen and that all you have to do to deal with it is just to keep moving forward. That's all you have to do. All right. Let's see. What's the next question? I love this discussion. I'm happy you do. I have a vision and I'm on a mission. I love that. Yep. Brilliant, Devore. Thank you. Good stuff. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for uh, watching. Keep moving forward. Exactly. So I know we lost a lot of questions. Let's see what we have here on YouTube. Um, you have a beautiful, clear way of explaining things. Thank you. You're welcome. TikTok live ended. So now I'm here. Okay. Got it. So I guess there was a question about purpose. How do you discover your purpose? So let me explain how, and let me explain what I did and we'll go from there. So I knew obviously I wanted to help people and what I was most obsessed with uh, helping people in is mindset and coaching. Now I didn't always believe in that. I didn't always believe it was possible. I didn't believe I could make money doing it either. And, uh, I definitely didn't know how. Uh, and through the repetition of applying these principles that I walk through on this podcast every day, I got to a point where I started to believe it. I started to see myself helping people. Um, I started to, I started to see myself owning a business that is successful, that makes me more money than I need, helping people become successful in their life. I see that every day and that's what happens. So in the beginning, the one thing that really helped me move forward was because I was going to start doing something I love to do. So it wasn't like I was making this big life decision on something I don't love to do. I'm making a decision to do what I love to do. It's ultimately what I want to do. See, this is, this is the most powerful question when it comes to purpose. If money was not an issue, if money was not an issue, what would you be doing right now every single day? What's the one thing you would be dedicating yourself to doing every single day if money wasn't an issue? That's what I would, that's what you should center your life around. That's what purpose is. The reason you wake up in the morning, what you love to do, what your life is dedicated to doing. We already know people who live their purpose because when we come into contact with them, their energy is different. You can tell they're passionate, that they care about what they're doing. Right. They're they're really authentic. They respect what they're doing. You wouldn't have those emotions if it wasn't something you love to do. You can't fabricate that. We all have an intuition. I could pick up your energy. So even if you don't say nothing, I know if I'm dealing with someone who's living on purpose or they're not. I could just tell by how the energy that they give off. 
and so can you. So living your purpose is nothing complicated. It becomes complicated because it's something that you're not conditioned to do. You're conditioned to be another pawn on the chessboard. Go to college, take out student loans, become an intern, intern at a corporate office, hopefully work your way up. And we're not hiring right now, so go work at Starbucks. That's what people are programmed to do. Now, luckily, not luckily, actually, I think this is the great thing about this conversation is we see a new generation already catching on to that point and how how it's just a bunch of BS. So you've got 18 year, 18 year olds who are bypassing college and they're going and doing what they truly want to do. They're living their purpose in life. I was just saying the other day that um, it's so, in, in, and, well, listen, it's, it's a fact, it's reality, so this is not bragging, but this is the power of where we are in our life and how convenience has helped us get to this point. Me and my wife, we make more money than our families combined. Our family members, they work regular jobs. There's nothing wrong with that, by the way, so I don't want people to think there is. But because my wife and I, we own our own business, we make more money in a month than they do all combined. Well, I say that not to impress you. I say that because nobody is being told what they can absolutely do, right? We're being controlled and programmed to do the opposite of what I just said, to just get a nine to five, to get a career, save for a retirement, become a slave. Now, the only time... That someone should be a doctor, should be a lawyer, should be a nurse, uh, should work in law enforcement, should go to the military, is if they truly have a passion with that. If that's not what you love to do, why do that to yourself? The amount of time that's going to go by, the amount of sacrifice that must take place, the amount of money that you're going to have to invest to make that a reality People get themselves in trouble because they spend all that money, time, and energy in a career they have no interest in, but they're programmed to do it because their uncle was a doctor, their mom was a doctor, their, their, their father was a doctor, their great-grandmother was a doctor, everybody's a doctor, so I'm a doctor. That's how it happens. Without ever thinking, well, wait a minute, is being a doctor for the rest of my life really what I want to do? There's no shortage of opportunity in this world. And I'm not the only person. We, I would say me and my wife, we are just getting started. There's people making 100, 200,000 a month. Easy. There's people who make a million dollars in a month. Now, you may not have a desire to do that, but I'm just telling you what's possible today. That you don't have to do what everybody else is doing to be successful. In fact, what the, what the majority or the masses are doing is not success. That's why so many of them are broke, depressed, and unhappy or unfulfilled. Because they have conformed. They're just going along with what everybody else is doing. So that's more of a risk than saying, you know what? I'm going to make a plan to do what I really want to do. So some of you guys, your inner career right now, you know exactly what I'm saying. You don't see yourself doing that for the rest of your life. Now, that doesn't mean you quit tomorrow. What that does mean is you need to get a plan in place. 
You need to start on that business or whatever it is that you want to do. You got to start doing it. And if you start doing it, you'll start developing the ways you'll start developing the money or the means to finally transition out of that job into this new thing for yourself. So it's not like you have to quit overnight. No, you just got to start making time for the life you want to live. And again, that's why affirmations are so important, because if you don't believe that, you won't do it. So you should start repeating to yourself that it's easy. Start repeating to yourself that you have, you have the business that gives you enough money to live the lifestyle that you want to live. It's, it's going to take repetition. Uh, it's going to take a committed decision. That's what's required. Don't worry about what other people may think. Yes, it's illogical, but that's one of the habits of highly successful and happy people. They do the illogical things. That's what happens. So don't worry about that. Don't stress about that whatsoever. Put your energy and focus on what you want. That's what you do. And if you keep doing that, you will get yourself to a point emotionally where it turns into an obsession and your behavior will follow. Now, there are things that you can repeat to yourself and you really don't have to take any action. You could, it will just come to you. I didn't mention that, but that is something to mention as well, is you can repeat things to yourself and not actually have to do anything. And just keep going about your day and you'll just get to a point where you end up attracting an opportunity, a circumstance, or an idea that helps it come about. Or a person. So um, understand that as well. Again, we're not saying affirmations to ourselves because we're trying to make it true. We're saying these affirmations to ourselves because it is true. It's a fact already in our mind. That's what we're doing. All right, let's see here. Any advice on if you need a sign which direction to go, how do you get it? You just ask for it. Or just say it. I'm happy I get the signs I need to know what direction I need to go in. Or I'm happy I get the ideas I need to move in the direction I need to go in. Something of that nature. So whatever your thing is, guys, just turn it into an affirmation. Whatever you're describing that you don't like or you want to improve, just say, hey, how can I make this an affirmation? And there you go. That's You're taking care of step number one on how do you use affirmations to reprogram your subconscious mind. You choose ones that are very authentic for you. So when you're thinking about this life that you have and what you want to change and what you desire and what you want to improve, turn it into an affirmation and just start repeating it to yourself. I would travel the world. Okay, here we go. So we got some answers. I'm glad this came in. I would travel the world if money wasn't a problem. So that's exactly what you should be affirming to yourself right now. That's, that's your, that may be part of your purpose is to travel the world and, and inspire people. Show people what's out there in the world. 
inspire people to travel, show people how easy it is to travel. Well, you're never going to get around to doing that if you don't go do it, right? So how can you start right now with traveling? Can you take, can you travel locally? Can, can you start doing what you would be doing if you traveled out of country locally? Like my wife and I, we live 20 minutes from the mountains here in California. Ten years from now, twenty years from now, thirty years from now, that's what we would be doing. We would be going to the mountains. We go to the mountains now. We just went to the snow a couple of weeks back. That's what we would be doing. So you could start now. It doesn't cost you any money, really, relative to you know some in, uh, all-inclusive vacation. I'm, you know. You can easily, depending on where you live, obviously, but if you're in California, there's no excuse. You can easily travel to the beach. It just takes you a few hours, but you'll get there. Or you could travel to the mountains, right? Or, you know, there, there's no reason why you can't start practicing some aspects of the life you would be living right now. There's no reason you guys can't do that. But again... That means you're doing something illogical. It doesn't make sense to start doing something now when it's not really something you have in your life physically, right? So that's why we have to stop looking at the 3D. We have to stop looking at things from a logical point of view and start looking at what we want. Yes, it's illogical, but that's how everything is created. What people have in their mind, that's how it's created first. And then in the reality here, through people and opportunities, situations that is attracted, that come together. That's how things get created. But it's illogical. Every time somebody goes to create something, it doesn't make any sense. There's a lot of things that we've created that people still don't understand. Like electricity. Most people don't understand electricity. But they benefit from it so much. Most people don't understand bridges and the way that they're built and how they work, but they benefit from it. Most people don't understand the internet, but they benefit from it. So you don't have to think you have to understand everything about what we're talking about today. You just need to understand something. If you keep focusing on what you want and you keep repeating that in your mind, not once, but every single day, no matter what, throughout the day, sooner or later, you're going to get emotionally involved and you will expect it. And you'll start to see a change in the way that you feel. You'll start seeing a change in different ideas you start attracting to yourself. You may see a change in the way that you behave. You're definitely going to see a change in what you start to attract. So you're going to start attracting opportunities. You may attract more money. You may attract different people. It's just the way that it works. All right. Let's see here. I have trained myself to not be emotional. I want to change. How do I do that? Emotions in regards to changing outcomes. Well, listen, you are emotional. You just um, have trained yourself not to pay attention to it. So you start with something small. What is something right now in your life that you do have an emotion for? If you have kids, I'm sure you're emotional about your kids. 
uh, if you have a beautiful memory in your mind or maybe something you do want, you can get emotional about it. You just got to start where you are. You got to practice one thing at a time. I think the best place to practice, if this is you, I would just start with gratitude. I would just start finding things to be grateful for. You'll feel the emotion of that. Start helping people. You'll also get emotional about that as well. Why is it so easy for me to imagine negative scenarios, but hard for me to see good things happening? Because that's the idea in your subconscious mind. The idea that's in your subconscious mind right now is what you just wrote. It is easy for you to imagine negative scenarios and hard for you to see good things. That's an idea in your subconscious mind. You need to start repeating to yourself the opposite. I would just say it's very easy for you to focus on the good things that you want. It's easy for me to focus on the good things that, that I want. It's easy for me to focus on the good things that I want. It's easy to focus on the good things that I desire. It's easy to focus on the good things in my life. And you start repeating that to yourself, you'll start to believe that and you'll start doing that. Because every time you go to repeat that, you know what you're not doing? You're not focusing on how hard it is. And you're also not thinking about negative stuff because you're focusing on positive. It's only it's this way right now because that's the idea that you've been repeating to yourself. Whether you know it or not, this is the idea that's programmed in your subconscious mind. So how do you replace it? You just start repeating the polar opposite. Now, I wouldn't say um, um, it's hard for me to imagine negative scenarios. Just tell yourself it's easy for you to focus on the good things in your life. It's easy to focus on what you want. Right? It's easy for me to change. It's easy for me to feel great. Um, it's easy for me to be aware of what I'm focusing on and change it. It's easy for me to set boundaries. It's easy for me to earn money. It's easy for me to attract money. It's easy for me to be successful in my business. It's easy for me to help others. It's easy for me to accept help. It's easy for me to trust. It's easy for me to stay focused. It's easy for me to make quick decisions. It's easy for me to do the things I really don't want to do. It's easy for me to be disciplined. It's easy for me to be consistent. It's easy for me to communicate. It's easy for me to listen. It's easy for me to apply things that I want to do in my life. It's easy. It's easy for me to let go of things. It's easy for me to forgive and forget. It's easy for me to take control of myself. We can go all day. It's just whatever you're going to tell yourself. You get to choose. But I would choose your words very carefully. I would choose words that you feel, hey, you know what? This would be a big difference for me. You want it easy. I know you do. So you could use the word easy, of course. But there's no wrong or right, you know. Um, but the principles are the same. Whatever you repeat to yourself. So I would, I would just say that, you know. Uh, whatever is authentic for you. Just start start repeating that. 
And if you skip a day because something came up, start over again. All right. Uh, you're welcome. This is everything. What's your favorite mindset book? Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich. And I would say the second book is The Science of Getting Rich right after it because huh, that's an amazing book. There's no question about it. Um, obviously, we're on the topic of the subconscious mind today. Some people may say The Power of Your Subconscious Mind. I think it's the, the Power of Your Subconscious Mind is a great book. I just think the way it's written is, is not as eloquent as um, The Science of Getting Rich or Think and Grow Rich. But the message is... It's just as powerful. But yeah, I would say thinking or rich, the science of getting rich. Getting rich means what exactly? Getting what you want. It's not money. It's what you want. When you change the way you think, you will grow into the person who would get what they want. That's what thinking or rich is all about. Uh, the science of getting rich is about laying out the science to doing that. The first principle to it is understanding that you get to think your own truth regardless of appearances. You get to think the thoughts, whatever you want to think. It's up to you. And your way of doing things is, is the direct result of the way that you think about things. So if you keep repeating the way you want to start thinking, you will start doing that. That's why I came out of this show today and shared my military story because that's what they did to us. That's what they did to us. All the communication in a training environment in the military is it's affirming, it's affirmations, it's it's um, it's commands, it's statements, um, it's a certain language that they use to program in your mind that when you say this word, this is what you do. That's the way that it works. It's all repetition. Well. Usually the military is first with everything. If there's something that um, is a new invention out there, chances are the military has already known about it. They've already been testing it. They already know it. But in the public atmosphere, public is still so behind the technology that the military is working with. It's quite fascinating. The internet was one of those things. The military had the internet first. Um, so these programming techniques, affirmations, the military has been doing this since the beginning of time, you know, even in other civilizations, they were doing this. They may not have called it affirmations at the time, but today that's what it's known as. So there's a lot of power here and you can witness that power by following, um, the steps that we laid out today. All right, do you do carpentry? No, I do not. Uh, I so appreciate the way you explain this best on TikTok. Thank you. Military is high school for boys. Book recommendations for teenagers. Same book, Think and Go Rich. Think and Go Rich. There's a lot of great books today. But I don't think any of them are written and clearly articulate better than think and grow rich. What needs to happen in your mind? 
There's at least one idea in Think and Grow Rich that will easily make you a millionaire, easily help you live a more abundant life, easily help you live a healthier life. Um, even if it's not about money for you, if it's just about fulfillment, it's all in Think and Grow Rich. It, it, it lays it all out. Now, the problem is most people are not used to reading books and they don't study. They don't know how to study a book. So they, um, they don't take advantage of the, the information that's in there. Um, you know, but somebody like me where it's my business and it's my passion and purpose to know this inside out and live this way. Well, for me, I absolutely study the book. And if you plan on getting to where you want to go in life, there's got to be some level of studying involved. There just has to be, because that's how you raise your consciousness, what you believe in, how you see the world, what you believe to be true, what you could do. You're not going to raise that level of consciousness if you're not feeding your mind information that helps you see that. So we all have to be studying. There's no way around it. But most people don't, so they stay where they are. How do I improve my reading when it comes to books? I would just read one page only and reread it. So... There's plenty of books you could do this with. You start with the book you already have, of course. But let's let's read this. Page 84 in Think and Go Rich. It is a well-known fact that one comes finally to believe whatever one repeats to oneself, whether the statement be true or false. If a person repeats a lie over and over and over again, they will eventually accept that lie as truth. Moreover, they will believe it to be the truth. You are who you are because of the dominating thoughts which you Permit to occupy your mind. Now, if you were to reread that paragraph every single day, not only will you know what you're reading, but you will start to understand it. You will start becoming aware of what this truly means. This means exactly everything I said today. You will truly start to understand it at a subconscious mind level. You will start doing it. You will start being more aware of what you repeat to yourself. You'll actually start taking charge. You'll say, oh, wait, wait a minute. I don't want to, I'm not going to repeat that because I, I read on page 84 that if I keep repeating that to myself, I'm going to believe it. You're going to catch yourself like that. That's the power of repetition. It's just like tying your shoe. You know that if you don't fold it a certain way, you're already going to be on your, oh, wait a minute. You, you did that wrong. Let's do it right. Let's start over. Because it's awareness. You understand. So it's not about reading a book from front to the back cover and then going on to the next book. It's about reading a book, finding somewhere in the book where there's an idea that you want to internalize and see uh, expressed in your life through your behavior. You want to see it alter your results. Well, you stay on that idea and you keep rereading it every day and just ask yourself, what am I doing to apply that? Now, again, repetition, if you were to do that for the next 30 days, you absolutely will see a difference. You absolutely will, will see a difference. The part about studying and the application of what you're studying is most people don't study with any consistency. There's no repetition of the same idea, so they don't get around to applying it. Well, if you keep rereading the same thing, you will eventually become it. You will eventually do it. Because remember, the thoughts which you permit to dominate your mind, you are who you are because of the dominating thoughts which you permit to occupy your mind. 
He also says this in auto suggestion. Let me get there. Here we go. No, actually, let me back up here. Let me go here. Here is a most significant fact. The subconscious mind takes any orders given to it in a spirit of absolute faith and acts upon those orders, although the orders often have to be presented over and over and over again through repetition before they are interpreted by the subconscious mind. So that's why if you keep rereading the idea in the book over and over and over again, sooner or later, your subconscious mind will accept it as an order. It will, it will accept it as a fact and then it will go into execution mode and you'll start doing it. Uh, thinking or rich in the green cover or in the orange and red. I have a black version of it. It's, my version is the original classic. The original classic. It's black. There's different versions of the book. There's the same versions, but printed with different colors too, by the way. So this would be black. Okay, I, th I think I, I brought that point home. I think you guys get it. Let's see here. It's important to study and apply. Yep, just like drilling negativity when you don't realize what it's actually doing. Exactly. We're already doing it. Remember, we think 70 thoughts, 70,000 thoughts a day, you know, 50,000 of them are on repeat. So we're doing it already. You're, you just have to consciously take control and do it. Uh, I'm at a new job and I'm scared I'm not good enough for the task if I say affirmations. Will I get skills to get better? Of course you can. That's an idea you're already entertaining in your mind that you're not good enough. You got to stop saying things like that. I wouldn't even listen. You, you need to think, conduct, and act yourself. You need to start acting like the person you want to be. The person you want to be would never make a statement like that. They would not say, I'm not good enough. They would never entertain that idea. So get it out of your mind. Just start telling yourself you're good enough. You'll make this happen. Just affirm the polar opposite to that. But I wouldn't say things like that. All right. Let's see. Any other questions? You're very welcome. I'm, I'm glad I was able to help you. All right. So, um, again, choose your affirmation. Commit to it. Keep repeating it. There are going to be days where you don't believe it. There'll be days you don't feel it. But that's part of the process. You just got to keep going until it becomes something you no longer have to think about repeating. You just repeat it to yourself. And then by then, you you will have a lot of experiences. You'll see a lot of results that show you that what you've been repeating absolutely has an impact on your life. And that's going to come through attraction. People, opportunities, circumstances, ideas that you get. You're going to experience the proof that this works. Because that's just the way that it, that, that it works. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. This is a great reminder. I'm glad I joined this live. Well, start repeating to yourself that you are getting better. 
Yeah, on repeat. Just say it. Just go. What is it that you want in that position? Do you want to be the best at that position? Repeat that. I'm so grateful that I'm the best at what I do. I'm the best at what I do. It's easy for me to do my job. Right? Say, say things like that. All right. One final question from Cool Beard. How do you become a better... I don't know. What's the last word there? On YouTube, Cool Beard, how do you become a better what? I think you're... There's a typo there. So I'll give you a couple of seconds to correct that. You're going to have to rewrite your question there, Cool Beard. How do you become a better what? Exactly. All right. So last last thing here, guys, while we're waiting, I'm going to give him an opportunity to rephrase his question. Um, you got to start telling yourself this is easy for you to do this. That it's easy for you to change yourself. It's easy for you to repeat affirmations. Like your mind will, <laughs> your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between what is real or fake, which means you can make up whatever you want to make up. And if you keep repeating it, it's going to believe it. How do you become a better speaker? How do you become a, a better public speaker? Well, number one, you need to go to someone who's an expert in public speaking and do exactly what they tell you to do. Number two, you need to see yourself as a successful public speaker. And number three, I would, especially you, I would start in the mirror telling yourself that you are a successful public speaker, that you're great at speaking. I would just repeat affirmations like that in the mirror to yourself. All right, one more. If I doubt myself, do I just keep affirming? Yes, just keep going. Keep going. I'm telling you, mistake number one is we don't appreciate how much repetition is required. Just keep going. There's a lot of situations where people do believe and then they manifest what they want. There's a lot of situations where they don't believe in the beginning and through the repetition of affirming, they finally do believe and then they manifest. It, listen, one way or another, the principles are the same. It's the repetition of affirmations to your subconscious mind. That's the only known, uh, the only known method of the development of faith. All right, let's see here. Opinions on 48 Laws of Power. It's a, it's a great book. There's a lot of great concepts in there. How much repetition would you recommend? I would do it as much as you possibly can. I mean, it, it just depends. I mean, listen, there's no there's no one number, okay? It's 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 up to you. So... And you have to be self-aware. So this is why I said you don't want to affirm something that you have resistance against. Um, but if I were you, I would just be affirming all day long. I would just be repeating it all day long possible. Like you're going to be doing this anyway. So that's why I say you just do it all day. Right? Like as soon as I get off this and I hit end, I'm going to be repeating my goal to myself again. Because I'm not doing anything. I'm not talking to anybody right now after I get off of this. I'm not on a phone call. I'm not on any of that. 
So, you know, that, that's what I would do. That's exactly what I would do. Repeat it as much as you possibly can. Alrighty, guys. I think that takes us to this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care. Thank you.